Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We move on today in Acts chapter 11 to verses 19 through 21. Luke will now set the stage for the expansion of the church beyond Caesarea. The city of Antioch will now become the center of the Gentile church. Here now are verses 19 through 21 of Acts chapter 11 and Luke writes as follows. Meanwhile, the believers who fled from Jerusalem during the persecution after Stephen's death traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, scattering the good news, but only to Jews. However, some of the believers who went to Antioch from Cyprus and Cyrene also gave their message about the Lord Jesus to some Greeks. And the Lord honored this effort so that large numbers of these Gentiles became believers. Tis a glorious church Without spot or wrinkle Washed in the blood of the Lamb Do you hear them coming, brother Thronging up the steeps of light Clad in glorious shining garments, blood-washed garments pure and white. Tis a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Tis a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Never fear the clouds of sorrow, never fear the storms of sin. We shall triumph on the morrow, even now our joys begin. Wave the banner, shout his praises, for our victory is nigh. We shall join our conquering Savior. We shall reign with Him on high. Tis a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Tis a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Washed in the blood of the Lamb. Phoenicia was a country about 15 miles wide and 120 miles long, stretching along the northeastern Mediterranean coast, the territory that is now occupied by modern Lebanon. Its important cities were Tyre and Sidon. Cyprus is an island in the northeastern Mediterranean and it was the home of Barnabas. Antioch was the third city in the Roman Empire after Rome and Alexandria. It was located 15 miles inland from the northeastern corner of the Mediterranean. We will look at this city in some more detail on our next study. Now here with today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. 
I took time out this morning to read some stories of Christians who had died for their faith in and walk with Christ. I was tempted to share some of those stories with you. Perhaps I will later. That the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church is illustrated many times over in the history of the church of Jesus Christ. The devil never harmed the church by persecuting it. I come today to Acts chapter 11, beginning with verse 19. Luke writes about the rapid spread of the gospel. What did it? I want you to notice who is mentioned here by Luke, the historian who wrote Acts. He writes, Now those who had been scattered by the persecution in connection with Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, Antioch, telling the message. Stephen was the first Christian to be executed by stoning for his faith in Christ. What were the results? Number one, Christians were forced out of Jerusalem to Samaria, so the Samaritans heard about Jesus. Number two, as a result of Stephen's death, Saul began actively persecuting the church only to spread the gospel even more. His rage had its refugees. Finally, he was converted. Number three, as a result of Stephen's martyrdom, Christians were still being scattered, this time to Gentile lands, to Phoenicia, to Cyprus, and to Antioch. Was Stephen's death premature, or was it just at the right time? Notice how Luke continues. He writes, Men from Cyprus and Cyrene went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was on them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. Apparently, Jews from Jerusalem, who had originally come from the island of Cyprus and from the North African city of Cyrene, went as far as Syrian Antioch in order to give the good news to the Greeks there. This is the first time that the Jewish Christians actively pursued Gentiles. The Samaritans were not full pure Gentiles. The Ethiopian eunuch was searching, as he was reading Isaiah 53, and the centurion Cornelius asked Peter to come and visit him. But now the Christian Jews actively went after the uncircumcised Greeks or Gentiles. This was an epoch-making step on the part of these Christians. It was a bold venture, to say the least. It was this step that launched Christianity into a worldwide mission. Here were unnamed Jews from Cyprus and Cyrene who took it upon themselves to go to Antioch to bring the good news to Greeks. I want to comment first on those unnamed persons. None of their names got into the history books, but their names will forever be written in God's record book. On earth, they will forever remain anonymous, these nameless pioneers. Perhaps they didn't want the credit. They only wanted the good news to get to that city. I will talk about the city of Antioch later, but this city became the birthplace of foreign missions. It became the home base for Paul's outreach to the Gentile world and to Rome. God hasn't seen fit to give us the names of those brave persons with unlimited vision to reach the Gentiles. I have known persons who spend thousands of dollars and thousands of man-hours to get the good news out to the world, but who do not 
want their names mentioned. Perhaps those Christian Hellenist Jews who came to Antioch 300 miles north of Jerusalem hadn't heard about Peter's experience with the Gentile Cornelius. It is entirely possible that they were unaware that it was all right to give the good news to Gentiles and not just to Jews. They took the risk. They were far away from Jerusalem, from the traditions and established orders and customs. They were just thrilled with what Christ had done for them, the freedom he had given them, and they wanted to share it even with pagans. They might be criticized when news would reach Jerusalem, but such men of vision need to be above, if not immune, to criticism. The Lord's hand was obviously with them, and as Luke puts it, a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. The history of Christianity is filled with such nameless pioneers whose vision is limitless and who reach for the frontiers regardless of the cost. The frontiers need not be far away. They may be on our doorsteps. Another race, another culture, another age group, another religion, another philosophy or morality, or even those people in another social structure. There are many frontiers where God could use people of vision who will be willing to take the risk to break through barriers. I will describe the city of Antioch tomorrow. But those who took the good news there took a risk. It was the third largest city in the Roman world and the most paganized and immoral. But even those people, when faced with the good news of Jesus Christ, will opt for him. Luke writes, a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. Evidently, God is saying to us that no boundaries are impenetrable. What is needed is faithful witnesses to take the good news across all frontiers.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.